Section seven of Shakespeare and Music. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Martin Geeson. Shakespeare and Music by Christopher Wilson. Section seven. Cymbeline during my researches in shakespearean music operatic or other i have often been hindered by the strange titles under which works were hidden having a smattering of french german latin and a tiny bit of italian i could recognize the merchant of venice under the title of il mercante di venezia or der kaufmann von venedig or shylock but why jessica yet there is an opera founded on that play called jessica by a frenchman named louis de fez romeo and juliet is easy to discover under the title i capuletti e di montecchi but why les amants de verone much ado about nothing one spots at once under the title beaucoup de bruit pour rien or beatrice et benedicte but why hero or ero the tempest is easily discovered as la tempesta die geisterinsel der sturm or miranda as is the winter's tale as wintermärchen or conte d'hiver but why did max bruch call his opera on the same subject hermione twelfth night is easy to find as vassirvolt not so easy as cesario under the fine sounding title ricardus angliae rex ab enrico richmondae comite vita simulet regno exitus we find an old friend richard the third and timone misanthropo almost sounds like a pet name for timon of athens the title macbetto is a very thin and seemingly purposeless disguise for macbeth and king lear is generally called cordelia operatically the merry wives of windsor is called severally le vieux coquet falstaff falstaff ossia le tre burle die lustigen weiber von windsor and antony and cleopatra is generally named after the lady but the greatest surprise i received was when i discovered lurking under the name of dinah shakespeare's cymbeline it is an opera in four acts book by michel carre jr and paul choudan music by edmond missa carre fils is the son of the well-known librettist of faust and romeo fame and choudan is connected with choudan fils who publish this opera but concerning the composer grove and riemann are silent the opera was produced at the comedie parisienne on june the twenty seventh eighteen ninety four and was not a success 
there are only five characters and a chorus of lords and courtesans the scene is laid in venice during the middle ages the characters are mentano posthumus iachimo filario diner imogen and flora a courtesan a high soprano not occurring in shakespeare's text cymbeline and the rest of shakespeare's characters are cut boiled down the plot is i will give shakespeare's names posthumus is the lover and beloved of imogen they are not married secretly as in the play iachimo is so madly in love with imogen that he forces a quarrel upon posthumus and they fight just as posthumus is about to fall under the furious attack of iachimo filario enters and separates them iachimo then offers to lay his entire fortune that within twenty-four hours he will bring to posthumus the bracelet the latter had given to imogen as proof that he is her lover posthumus accepts the wager in the second act iachimo creeps into imogen's sleeping-chamber and steals the bracelet at the appointed hour posthumus realises that in one fell swoop he has lost his fortune and his mistress from this point the action becomes very obscure involved and difficult to follow somehow or other imogen and posthumus realise the truth filario mortally wounds iachimo in a duel and the curtain falls on iachimo apologising handsomely for his shocking behaviour it will be noted that there is very little shakespeare in this version but really i have given all there is and were it not that the librettists have carefully said d'après cymbeline de shakespeare few people would have noticed it it is a mystery to me why the authors changed the beautiful name of imogen into dinah i have always associated the name of dinah with coon songs and the kitten in through the looking-glass the first act opens in venice with a canal at the back of the stage the gondoliers sing a bad mascagni chorus and flora enters singing in imitation italian style all flora's part is written in this manner and unfortunately the composer has chosen a very bad model to imitate good mascagni is good but bad is <sighs> the music is in a curious jumble of styles sometimes italian sometimes pseudo-modern french with occasional attempts at wagnerian imitations misa's constant use of intentional consecutive fifths becomes very wearing after a time the music in the masked ball scene is pretty and the duet in which flora tempts posthumus is melodious though the situation is rather comic imogen's song at the opening of the second act is the best number in the piece 
and it is followed by a really good bit of pantomime music while she is preparing for bed but on the entrance of yakimo all becomes vulgar again in the last act yakimo dies to the tune to which imogen prepared to go to bed and if any one hearing it should remember where he heard it before it might raise a quiet smile the music is admirably suited to the libretto both are in the worst possible taste and the words d'après cymbeline de shakespeare seem rather in the nature of an outrage still it is the only opera i can find on the subject and perhaps on the whole i am glad a few more cymbeline operas in this style might smash the entente cordiale with the notable exception of the lyric hark hark the lark beautifully set to music by schubert very little attention has been paid by important composers to the songs in cymbeline true more than a dozen composers dating from seventeen fifty to the present day have set those words and also the exquisite lyric fear no more the heat of the sun but with indifferent success an interesting story of the composition of hark hark the lark by schubert is told by the composer's old friend doppler returning from a sunday stroll with some friends through the village of wering he schubert saw a friend sitting at a table in the beer garden of one of the taverns the friend when they joined him had a volume of shakespeare on the table schubert seized it and began to read but before he had turned over many pages pointed to hark hark the lark and exclaimed such a lovely melody has come into my head if i had but some music paper someone drew a few staves on the back of the bill of fare and there amid the hubbub of the beer garden that beautiful song so perfectly fitting the words so skilful and happy in its accompaniment came into perfect existence two other songs probably followed the same evening the drinking song from antony and cleopatra marked wering july twenty sixth and who is sylvia of the same date a very good day's work as for the other settings of these lyrics g a mcfarren's part songs for soprano alto tenor bass are as is usual with him very musicianly but not inspired end of section seven recording by martin geeson in hazelmere surrey